Hello, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. You're very welcome, uh, Dr. Nisha. Uh, today we're into episode 55 and we're talking about homeschooling. Now, homeschooling is a concept that's probably not too familiar to many people in Ireland uh, for, for, for the most part. Uh, what is homeschooling, Nisha? Well, Quite simply, it's just it's taking your kids out of the mainstream education and working in the home directly with them yourself, whether you do choose to do that yourself or you do it with other tutors. It has been around in Ireland for quite a long time. I suppose I first heard about it from my dad going into people's houses and, and knowing that people were homeschooling, always being slightly more unusual. And interestingly, a lot of the people that whose work that I kind of admire um, a lot of them have chosen to homeschool their own children. I often find that it crops up. Um, and then there's quite a lot of famous people over the years who've been homeschooled, such as, um, well, the ones that jump out to me are Thomas Edison, Alexander McQueen, uh, Countess Markovitch. So, and I suppose if we go right back in time too, it would have been quite commonplace for the likes of Agatha Christie and people like that who we've talked about in the past. So in the past, it was quite normal for people to be homeschooled and mm. to have a governess. Mm. So I suppose it's just become an odd concept in recent years. Okay. How achievable is homeschooling in Ireland? Um, it's, it's very achievable. I think a lot of people who come to me, um, most of them end up doing it not out of choice. It's just, it sort of happens because people have stopped going to school or they've fallen out of the system mm. for a variety of different reasons. There's more of that than there is of people actively choosing to do it. Um, and usually if they do choose to do it long term, it's because they found that it works very well and it's kind of like, okay, let's do this, this works more, this, this is working much better for us. But there's a huge amount of misconceptions when people are starting out. And sometimes when I think it's the only option that's really available, that's really going to work, there's a certain amount of struggles with mm. the families convincing them that it's the right idea. Mm. And what's the process? You have to apply to homeschool. I've luckily touch wood, mm. never had anybody refused. Once you have got clear objectives and you do kind of explain what you're doing and you do put a structure in place and you do create a timetable and you do have learning material and all of that side of things, it's, it's quite a straightforward process and um, somebody actually will come out and then review the case and actually interview the whole family involved, which is quite, it's always been very positive for everybody that's gone through it. So once you know what you're doing and you have your material in place, which is one of the things I help people with, mm. um, it, it's a very straightforward process to follow. So there's a body in Ireland that um, you apply to if you want to remove your children yes. from school. Yeah, because up to the age of 16, you're, yeah. you're legally obliged to be in some yeah. form of education. And that process then, applying to this uh, body, isn't as uh, hard as you might think it would be? No, it's, 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 I think for some people they can think that it's daunting or that it's going mm. to be negative, but I've always seen it's been exceptionally positive. Okay. Um, who does homeschooling work best for? It works for everybody who's kind of not fitted into the mould for various different reasons. Mm. And I suppose since the very beginning of the Homework Club, I've ended up homeschooling people and, and not really set out to do that as such. I suppose in the beginning, um, they did a certain amount of classes with us in the Homework Club, and then they did a certain amount of classes at home, particularly mm. over the summer, because you can actually apply to have um, extra tuition over the summer to get back on your feet, whether it was medical mm. reasons or whatever it was, mm. if you've missed school. 
I suppose, I think it's about two or three years ago, I decided to formalise the fact that we do work with people homeschooling now, even though I've kind of been doing it all along. Mm. And in the beginning, the people I worked with were um, a lot of people with anxiety and depression or who had um, medical stories or even uh, crisis pregnancies or, you know, there was always some sort of story like that for a reason that people had fallen out of the system. And in some cases it was to help to get people back into the system and that was kind of the start of it. But in recent years it's been more that I've worked a lot with gifted families and they just don't seem to fit into the system or they're particularly gifted at one or two areas, whether it's art or music or writing, mm. those are the most common ones. And so they they can't hack going into school for maths and for other su- other subjects. They're hugely stressful for them and they're not managing to achieve their potential in the artistic field. So that, that's quite common as well. Um, so there's a whole variety of, of, of stories there, but there's always a story. Mm. And in terms of curriculum, like school curriculum, you know, do homeschooled children, for example, do their leaving cert? You can, you can choose to. And, and one of the nice things about being outside the system is that you can actually choose to do whatever exams that you want in mm. whatever order and in whatever time frame. So, in fact, in some cases, people who've homeschooled have actually done accelerated learning. That's quite common. Um, and they've also maybe chosen to do less subjects and to maybe do um, A-levels or the international baccarat and actually just specialise in the subjects that they want to be doing. So that's, okay. that's common too. Because you don't, there isn't a prerequisite to sit any level of education. Mm-hmm. Education is quite funny. There's nothing to start, stop you from theoretically doing a certain level if you haven't done a level before. Okay. You can do things in whatever order you like. A lot of people yeah. don't realise that fact. Yeah. Um, and so it's quite possible for you to go back to college as a mature student and do um, a master's entry-level course, having never done a degree. It's, it's, quite, extraordinary <laughs> to, it's quite extraordinary to think that. Yeah. But, a, but a lot, a lot of, there's lots of options available to you if you go and look for them. Okay. Um, so, as, especially if you've been in the workplace in an area... Um, so in the same way, when you're homeschooling, you can chuck the rule book out the window um, and do things in whatever way you like. Um, and, and that's quite nice to know that if you have a really gifted student and you really want to try to get them to a scholarship level into a university mm. and they need to have A-levels in certain subjects, well, you could, that's what you build them towards. That's what you concentrate on. Yeah. Very good. What are the challenges that people might face, you know, even initially when they decide to go down the homeschooling route? Some of the ideas that people have is, uh, I don't have enough time, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't mm. know how to teach a subject, I don't know how to find the material, I don't know what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to completely isolate my kids. We have this idea that we have to send them to school to go through this traumatic event for, mm. uh, what is it, 14 years uh, to mm. build their character, um, that somehow it's a test of endurance that you have to get the other side of um, <laughs> in order to feel whole. So if you, if you sort of go and sort of stop all those ideas. You don't have to homeschool 24-7. And mm. um, In fact, I think one of the things that I moan probably a lot about is how inefficient school is. 
So you don't have to do those sort of hours in order to make the same aims and the same objectives and the same achievements. Mm -hmm. Most people who homeschool only do so for a certain portion of hours a day, and then that leaves them free to do a lot of other activities um, and to kind of balance that out, whether it's nature walks or horse riding or art classes or science camp or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. There's no longer a huge amount of pressure to be able to make, to do those things and to make those deadlines. Mm -hmm. And also you can start earlier in the morning because you're not sitting in two hours of traffic to get to school. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, so instantly you've stepped out of the rat race and you can use your time as a family much more efficiently. And so the things that you choose to sit down, the games that you choose to play in the evenings or the programs that you choose to watch on television can suddenly become educational mm. and, and your time can be spent better as a family. So there's lots of quirky ways that you can use your time much better and people get to spend lots of quality time together. Does um, it lift a lot of tensions in families? Oh, hugely. Like their, their whole lives are transformed. Like they're suddenly happy. And I also find sometimes that the people haven't felt like they have a role in their child's life anymore. Mm. And maybe they're kind of rattling around themselves. I was saying to you in the beginning that like, is a big difference between being in Dublin and being in a city and being in rural Ireland and, and the same for other countries. Mm. And, and actually that reminds me as well, like one of the first countries that was massively into homeschooling was Australia, just because people couldn't actually travel to school. So we yeah. educated people over the radio. Mm. So like, it's not an unusual concept to do this. And mm. um, there's so many more groups and organizations and even in Ireland where there's meetups and co-ops and um, activities you meet together. So you're not socially isolated mm. either. And you're more likely to meet like-minded students and you're more likely to meet other students who are also gifted in your area, whatever it is, and who are also doing accelerated learning. Mm. Um, so suddenly lots lots more options. And, and these like, networks are here in Ireland? Yeah, those networks are there. Okay. Um, you're just joining people together who mm. just who quite often really gel, mm. um, and that's starting to happen in other countries now where they're they're starting to form little groups deliberately. Mm. The curriculum side, there's a vast amount of material available to the web. In in university level, you know you can tell a bad lecturer because you can still borrow the notes from 20 years ago and you can still read the same thing. They were still doing the same thing 20 <laughs> years later, you know. And a good lecturer has moved on and changed the curriculum, you know. And, um, which was quite useful for me in college when some of them refused to give me notes. <laughs> and I used to squash team to cobble together notes for four years out of date. <laughs> you know, so it can be beneficial <laughs> when you don't do that. But, you know, in most education things move on. Yeah. And one of the problems with school is that we're still using a textbook that's quite out of date quite a lot of the time and mm. things haven't, you know, mm. haven't moved on. And of course, Finland recently have thrown all subjects out the window. Mm. And they no longer have set subjects anymore, which is wonderful. You can do learning in, in completely different ways, and mm. there's a massive amount of material. So once you've decided what level you're teaching to, um, and what subjects you're going to cover, and what the children might enjoy, and what mm. they'll be into, and what they'll be good at, then you can start to tread the dots between the different subjects. It's amazing to think that parents could have that much control over their children's education. Um, in terms of what suits their children. Yeah, th I, think that's, I think that's the bit that's really enjoyable for people. So you can play to the strengths? Totally. Mm. Um, and, and you can tread ideas through. and Like, you can make things current as well. Like, last year it was Shakespeare's 400th birthday, and I remember sending that on to somebody. But similarly, there was a huge amount of learning about the, the rising, mm. and it was really nice for people to... And then you can have... Um, girls study Countess Markovic because she's a fascinating figure mm. and then realise mm. that Countess Markovic was actually homeschooled and that's yeah. another boost yeah. to confidence so you can really like play mm. on things and weave them together and mm. make them current as well mm. 
What are the benefits or the successes that, say, you've witnessed that, that might stand out to you? I think just the whole families being really happy and mm. people feeling in control again. The kids making really good connections. People feeling like, well, obviously confident, mm. but, but more than that, that they actually kind of have something to offer because they're suddenly allowed to focus on the thing that they're really talented at, mm. that the other things that, they're, that they weren't able to do, that they don't matter. Mm. When they seemed overwhelming in the system, that you know, having not done your homework for maths was the biggest deal on the planet, mm. Um, mm. And, and not your music ability. Mm. So, so it's really nice to see that. Not feeling like a failure because you feel anxious about going to school, mm. um, and that you find it really hard to walk in through the doors. Um, that must be a huge um, change for somebody that's been going into school and made feel like they're a failure in a lot of subjects. And then all of a sudden they're homeschooled and they're doing all the stuff that they like, which would be their strengths, which would be the subjects that they'd be good at. Yeah, it, it's, it's massive. It's, it's a huge upheaval and a huge uplift. And then you can get people to really build a really good daily routine that actually suits their personality mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So you're getting people to build really good life patterns and really good life skills because you can weave mm -hmm. that into it as well. Mm -hmm. So there's so much more that you can weave in. And you can have them look at the famous people who are quite similar to them mm. and who you know they're really going to strive to be later on when they haven't worked that out yet. So you can, mm. you can really help people to, to learn who they are at very young ages. And does the confidence of the parent matter here? Because they're going to be taking a lead role in this education. It's, yeah, I mean, I suppose, yeah, we suppose. I mean, there's got to be self-doubt there and kind of, oh, can I do this? Or Yeah, you know? there, there is a bit of that, and I suppose that's where my role is too, because mm. I keep, like, I go, of course you can do this, and, and mm. he, like, you know, what I do is I basically send them a dummy run for the first, you know, six mm. weeks or whatever it is, mm. and, oh, have a look at this site, this is really good, and this mm. has come on board now. And so you, you, you keep throwing material, and... And you set up the first, you know, X amount of weeks for people and you make it and you give them like basic there's the template now, just go and repeat it. You know. Okay. So um, you get to be school teacher now. <laughs> follow this. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Just follow but, but this. Once you've created that structure for somebody in that template yeah. that, that suits and suits their kid mm. and everybody actually enjoys it and it's like, oh wow, you know, mm. right, this really works. And do you, do you take feedback in terms of, you know, say after say the first month or you know, the first six weeks, you know, like, I, I, I just can't get this through to him or her or, or you know, do you work? I've never had that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I've never had that conversation. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that must be good. So what about parents that might be thinking, you know, my child isn't excelling in school, seriously not excelling. I'm not talking about kids who just say, you know, I hate school, you know, and, and they're well able to keep with school. Although I suppose there's no harm in them coming out either. <laughs> no, not really. You know, know. If, if a parent can facilitate yeah. uh, homeschooling, which not every parent can, I suppose. But parents that can... Um, and I, I, well, I mean, this, this is an interesting debate, because I've yeah. had people sit down and look even and look at the economics of this. Mm. So even if you do need to use a tutor for a certain amount of classes, mm. when you actually compare it with what, sometimes what you shell out mm. for school in terms of school uniform, mm. books, mm. lunches, trips, everything, and you mm. sit down and you add that all up, and then you add up how much it's going to cost you to have X amount of tutoring mm. and to do X amount of, of, of summer camps or Easter mm. camps or whatever mm. else to, to build things in or, you know, science camp or whatever yeah. it is. Um, actually, the cost um, pound for pound is not a whole lot different. So that's, okay. that's an interesting debate too. So mm. a lot of people have misconceptions that I don't have the time to do this and I can't afford it. Mm. But actually, when you sit down and you look at it, actually, maybe it's not so hard. 
Okay. Um, so it, it's interesting when people sit down and they really look at their lives. It makes the whole family sit down and really look at their lives and really look at the budget and really look at where all the hidden costs of school are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot. Mm. And especially if you've got a child that's just miserable. Yeah. Um, and the changes that come up, come about in homeschooling. If somebody wants to take their child out of school and they want to give homeschooling a go, what do they do? What's their first step? Their first step is to start online and start looking at it. Hmm. Um, really, because there, there's you know there's other options. Obviously, I build programs for people, but there's other options there too. Hmm. So it's, it's quite interesting when you type it into Google and see what you come up with. Okay, and in in relation to Ireland, would you would you? I mean, would you just contact you or? Yeah, and there's a there's a few there's a few other people doing tutoring online, and mm. the, you know there's there's various things out there, and there's various home homeschooling organisations as well. And, and obviously, you recommend it. Yeah, I do. Like, I I I do recommend it. I, I think it it really suits some families. I think they all get a huge amount out of it. Um, okay. So well, anybody who's who's battling with it, why are you battling? And mm-hmm. what I always say to people is, it only has to be right for now. So mm-hmm. maybe it's right for now. Maybe it's right when your child is seven or ten mm-hmm. or fifteen or or whatever it is. You don't have to think about what's right for next year or the year after mm-hmm. or the year after that. Like stop trying to, you know, map out this tunnel mm-hmm. way down the line. You you can look at other options. Like people might choose to homeschool for a while, then they might go into a different school and be very happy to do that. That's happened in some mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. Or they might choose to. Um, do some sort of an accelerated program for you know the leaving certain one year and mm. having got to that place. So, mm. or they might um, choose to do the leaving cert outside, sort of nominally, and apply for a PLC course because they've now sat the leaving cert. So you know more options mm. become available mm. to you at each mm. stage. Mm. Um, so it only has to be right for now. Okay, very good. Okay, gonna leave that there. That was episode fifty-five homeschooling. Dr. Nisha, thanks a million. Thank you.